Oh my goodness, I am just so excited about today's podcast episode. If you've been with me, you know that this summer we're focusing on the presence part of present and productive with a special series on practicing presence. Because presence doesn't come from a special gene, it's a skill that can be cultivated just like any other. And in today's podcast episode, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite ways to practice presence when it's nice outside. I actually practice it all the time in the rain and the snow, but it's extra fun to do when it's nice outside, which tends to be those cool summer mornings when there's still a little bit of dew on the grass, the sun is rising. Mm. I call it a gratitude walk. This episode is going to be short and sweet. So if you're ready to pepper your days with a little more spring in your step, I have a feeling you will love today's practice. Hi there, I'm Leva Buzard, strategy consultant turned time management coach. I'm a multi-passionate creative and used to struggle with following through on ideas. Today, I help creators enjoy the journey and manage their projects with ease. If you want to support your brilliant, messy, creative self with strategies for success, this podcast is for you, my friend. You are going to walk away from today's episode with step-by-step practices to improve productivity and cultivate presence. That means better work days right away. Welcome to Present and Productive, the podcast designed to help creatives confidently say yes to their dreams. Gratitude walks are such a wonderful way to practice presence. We've talked so much about gratitude on the podcast before because it is like a superpower for getting your brain and your heart in a healthy, safe place. But the problem with gratitude is you can't fake it. You really have to feel it. And that's why I love gratitude walks. They're all about getting gratitude in your body, getting into the posture of gratitude, the movement of gratitude, speaking what you're grateful for out loud and giving yourself that gift of focusing on gratitude, not just as a fleeting practice, but for a couple of minutes. So it becomes a stronger and stronger habitual response to be grateful for this gift of life the gift of the present moment that is all around us, available to us every moment, every day. I promised I'll keep today's episode short, but suffice it to say, I'm really passionate about gratitude walks because it's a way I know when I wake up feeling in pain, feeling frustrated, depressed, groggy, if I have the discipline to go on a gratitude walk, I might not start out feeling grateful But pretty soon, the gratitude becomes contagious. To be honest, my gratitude walk is usually the highlight of my day. And I'm pretty sure everyone around can tell whether or not I've gone out on a gratitude walk these days. The excitement and the energy is just contagious. Honestly, I've been biting at the bit to share this practice with you. So without further ado, I'm going to walk you through the gratitude walk so you can learn how to practice a gratitude walk and really make it your own, whether it's a part of your daily routine or an extra special something on those days when you're not sure whether or not you want to get out of bed or cover your head with a pillow. There are three parts to a gratitude walk. The first part is to start walking. (laughs) I know it may sound simple, but sometimes 
Getting out of the house and walking can be a challenge, especially when it's snowing outside. I just want to acknowledge that like so many things, getting started can be the hardest part. When I first started my morning habit of a gratitude walk, I actually put my sneakers and clothes by the coffee maker. So I would start the coffee maker, change into my clothes, have a little sip of coffee, and then go straight out the door. I like to use a slow breath in through the nose and out through the mouth just to really take in the day and wake up my body. It's also great if you want to switch gears, for example, in the middle of a busy workday, taking a few minutes to reset your body's chemistry and get extra oxygen can really go a long way to making you feel grateful. And that's step two. At some point when you've been focusing on breathing and walking, and nothing else, right? That's the hard part, focusing on breathing. (laughs) Then you transition into step two, saying what you're grateful for, kind of like a stream of consciousness, everything and anything that comes to mind. It may be a beautiful tree that you see while you're walking outside or someone else's dog or a smile that someone gives you on the sidewalk, or it might be something to do with your spiritual life. You might be just grateful to be alive. I say that one pretty much every day. It's true, isn't it? It might be a skill that you have. It could be people in your life for whom you're grateful. Knowledge that you've acquired. Great work that you have the privilege of doing. What's special about the gratitude walk is training your brain to be in the habit of flooding yourself with gratitude by saying things as quickly as possible. And yes, saying it aloud is key. If you're sheepish about that, that's fine. Put those little earbuds in your ears and nobody's going to know that you're talking to yourself. (laughs) But it just makes a huge difference between thinking and saying it aloud, really saying the words, putting it out there in the world, hearing yourself say what you're grateful for. After you've said this constant thought stream of gratitude for two to four minutes or longer, if you want, I've definitely gone on for 10 minutes before. It's time for part three. It's everything you're grateful for in the future. You've heard me say this before. Your brain can't tell the difference between a memory that's in the past or a memory that's in the future. So whether you're thinking about the day ahead, the week ahead, the month ahead, 20 years ahead, the third part of this practice is saying what you're grateful for in the future. And yes, we're still saying it out loud really getting it into your body, into your voice. It might be the people whose lives you're going to touch throughout the day. You might be grateful for a meeting, seeing how well and easily it's going to go, seeing how when you start the meeting, everything runs smoothly, everyone is so grateful for your work. It might be a fun dinner you're going to have and how you're not going to burn anything when preparing the dinner. (laughs) Might be a special trip that you have planned for the future or that you'd like to have planned. It might just be a desire to deepen your faith. This part of the practice may not seem like it's presencing exercise, but what's so wonderful is it allows you to steep in your good, positive intentions for the future, so it keeps you from getting caught up in worrying, even though it might even feel silly to share what you're grateful for in the future. By speaking aloud, positive future, you're helping your brain remember there's nothing to be afraid of, there's nothing to fear. And that's it, a short and sweet practice that is simple but truly transformational. To recap the three steps of a gratitude walk, 
One deep breath, my friend, focusing on your breath, on your walk, getting into your body and out of your head. Two, speaking aloud what you're grateful for. The good feelings will come. And finally, part three, saying what you're grateful for in another stream of consciousness in the future so you can stop worrying about the future and get clarity on how you want to show up for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, and the wonderful things ahead in your future. And as an extra bonus, this practice is even more fun with a friend. I still remember the first time I did a gratitude walk with my mom. We had so much fun, and we must have done it way more than five or 10 minutes. This was like a 40-minute walk, each of us going back and forth about what we were grateful for. It's a really special way to connect. Because the truth is, we have a lot to be grateful for, if only we can see it. Keep practicing presence, because your life, my friend, is a gift. I'm over here dancing at my desk and cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Present and Productive Podcast. Hop on over to levabuzard.com for today's show notes and more resources. And if you found today's episode valuable, consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. I believe that each of us has a responsibility to share positive encouragement with others. I'd also love to hear more of your story. I read every message and would love to hear more about how I can best serve you. Thank you for joining me today and know that I'm cheering you on in your journey. See you soon.